The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes Hey, welcome to the Carmen Lasker Sports Talk. It is a Tuesday. We are live here in Arizona. We've got Alex Lance in the studio. We have a lot to talk about. Um, up, to mo- up to minute sports. Up to minute right now could be the Dwight Howard situation. It could be. Could be the Serena losing, which is, to me is not a big deal. <laughs> You know, it's even, like whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Serena who? But but it's up to minute sports. We have a, we have a lot to talk about. It will go by fast. We have a... Second segment in Clancy with Clancy's Corner. Uh, Alex, you have a new blog site, right? Mm-hmm. Alex Clancy's Corner. Blogspot. Com. Why not Clancy's Corner's Cause blog I, site? Because it's taken. Clancy's Corner's blog site taken. Yeah, I tried that first. Why you need to put a? You got to play on words. A Clancy Corner blog site. Alex, well, just not gonna get me to look at that. Well, all right. <laughs> we'll see. We got down and dirty with Deborah. Third segment. With some Eminem uh, before that. There you go. Uh, but right now, okay, there's uh, so many politicians out there, or so-called politicians, or those who want to be in politics. There's that many people. There's a lot of voting going on. Okay, well, there's that many <laughs> sports fans, so-called sports fans, or those who think they know about sports. Do you follow, with that many people on both sides of everything, do you follow the White Howard situation? Is it that, does it matter? If you're the White Howard fan, Wherever team he goes to, do you just say that's my? I'm a fan of the White House, so wherever he goes, I'm gonna follow him. I'm gonna root for him. Or does it make? Does it have to be a whole circus of where he's going next? Dallas, Houston. Uh, he's leaving L.A., Atlanta, which I think is the best fit for him. Um, or is the White Howard superstardom left in uh, Orlando, Florida? The White Howard is it news? It should it be news to anybody? Unless you're just a Dwight Howard fan. Like, those are Kobe fans. When Kobe can't do anything wrong, when the Lakers lose, it's because uh, Kobe was sick. Or or we got the next thing you hear is we got more championships than anybody except Boston. Should Dwight Howard be news? Uh, no. Uh, I, I don't really understand the whole allure with the courting and everything. I mean, granted, he came right out of high school, so he didn't get the chance to be courted by colleges and whatnot. So same, same thing kind of with Peyton Manning when he went through the free agency thing. I. I in in my heart of hearts, I think that either LA is too big of a stage for him, so he wants to go to Atlanta, which is a smaller market, or Houston, which is a smaller market, or Dallas, which is a smaller market, or he'll come back because the Lakers meet with him last, which is later on this afternoon, or he'll see that the Lakers went healthy towards the end of the year last year, put a really good run together when everybody was finally healthy. So if he wants to sack up and be the man that he says he is, he'll he'll stay in LA. I don't. And as a Laker fan, I literally couldn't care either way which way he went. If he went somewhere else and went into oblivion, because he's never going to win in Houston, nobody's ever going to win there. So if he wants to go there and be out of the eye of every of everything, all the media outlets and everything that L.A. has, 
then then good for him. But if he wants to market his brand like he says he does and like he tries to, LA is the only place for him to be able to do that. Maybe when sports are over, look at Shaq with all the commercials and everything. You think if he if he was in Houston his whole career that would happen? Probably not. Not as many as commercials, but you can. Dwight Howard is a brand that you can sell anywhere. But I, I know he wanted to get the most of his marketability. And Houston is not the place. I, I think. Well, but Mark Cuban might be the place. Mark Cuban will, you know, you when you got a guy that's tank. got that much money and he knows how to place people and he knows branding that could lead to something more. It's like a Jay Z, you know, yeah. type of situation. He's great at branding, uh, branding. But if he goes to uh, a small market, sign with Jay Z. Sign with there Rock. You go. There <laughs> sign you with Jay Z. No, well, but they, most players. I, I get it. I understand that most players want to go somewhere and be the star. Uh, but I don't understand it. Why they would want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to go somewhere uh, and be among stars? <clears throat> and, I know win a, you, and win a ring. And win a ring. Because I think yeah. the, the end game is to win a ring. You can do that in L.A. Right. Uh, it's going to take some time. You can feed Co- your personality or feed your po- pocketbook and potentially feed both when you're on a team that They can never take wins. that ring away. That money That's might right. possibly can run out because uh, you can get – And that ring can get you a lot after your career ends too. There's a lot of guys that lose their money and have their ring, and they still do autograph signs That's for $5,000 right. yeah. an hour. Scotty Pippen. Yeah. yeah. Pippen. yeah. Scotty Pippen has no money, and he has but six rings. On Dwight. Five rings. He's, uh, he's uh, making I, – I won't say demands, but he's suggesting that if I go to Houston, you have to bring in another star. Hmm. Um this is the same Dwight. This is the same Dwight that you have stars in L.A. Well, that's, that's the thing. You got Gasol and you got Kobe coming back. Mm-hmm. And Kobe's not going to finish his – I guarantee you Kobe played two more years. He's not going – he's going to come off this Achilles and he's going to be uh, sufficient enough where they win the games and still, you still have to defend Kobe. But then he's going to finish off strong and probably retire. You yeah, because he's not going to end his career this way. I just can't see it. But you can win a ring in L.A. You can win – I really believe if you have patience enough, uh, you're still a young guy. You can win in Atlanta because you'll have the best front court uh, in the league. But won't you just do what the Celtics did? Paul Pierce was there alone. They was never winning, but Paul Pierce and the Celtics were a uh, competitive team. They yeah, were very well, competitive. Well, but well, then Rondo came, and then Rondo. Yeah, thank you, you Phoenix Suns. Thank yeah, you, Robert exactly. Sarver, for that. <laughs> exactly. And then Rondo came, and then it looked like – but then you had to go out against KG and uh, Ray Allen. But then Rondo came. You don't have to do that now. You have three of the best guys there uh, in Atlanta. If Dwight signs with them, but then you go next year, you get a guard. You get somebody serviceable that can bring the ball up the court, possibly score, but give the ball to Dwight Howard, which is that's what he wants. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Boston, which was different from everything else, it, it made sense, and all three of those players deserved it because Ray Allen, KG, and Paul Pierce, all they did was play basketball. That's all they did. They made money, they played basketball, and they tried to win every night. Instead of saying, oh, I want to be traded, oh, I'm not getting enough money, oh, blah, blah, blah. All they did was play hard every night, and they got what they deserved, on a side which note, was a championship because on, of it. On a side note, would you say the th- same thing about um, Chris Bosh? Because he plays in no man land in Toronto, and all he did was play. But you have no reason not to be a superstar if you're the only guy up there and you're playing. Uh, so then you, you think he deserved a, a ring coming down to Miami? Uh Sure. I mean, he didn't obviously didn't have the pedigree that all those other guys did. They all they all played ten, twelve plus years before they went to Boston Chris, in his own right. But he didn't. He wasn't a Kevin Garnett. No, he wasn't no, he, a Ray he's Allen. Soft. He's soft. Yeah. He, he's a six ten guy that plays like he's six three. So here here are the teams. And I said this before we even got into uh, once the Golden State Warriors season was over. I said they had a big man, Dwight Howard. Uh, they would win because those young boys were flying around, moving the ball. They were scoring. They had no fear. Um, Atlanta, he, uh, what is it, Houston, Dallas, and the Lakers. He has five teams where he can win. 
But he can't bring that selfish attitude that he had where he's making these demands. If you go into a team, you go to the team and you toughen it up yeah. and say, this is where I am. I'm going to make this work. You, this is what I'm going to do for you. Right, exactly. And well, and exactly. And well, and this and is and what I'm going to do for you. You already got a one coach fired in Orlando, which I thought was a good mm-hmm. coach. I really did. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gundy. And now you out of the place to where you got the coach out of there and then you leave. Yeah. I mean, it's well, it, once you get paid, then it's on you. You know, once you get your max deal contract, then it's all the responsibilities on you to win We'll talk more about that in Clancy Corner once you get paid. Yeah. And one other thing is with Golden State, there are two things. One with Golden State, it would have to be a sign-in trade because they don't have the salary cap to pay him. I know, but I don't so want they don't to get rid give, of anybody. So they're not, they don't want to get rid of anybody. So they'd rather run with what they had and with David Lee healthy. They could have made a run last year with, if David Lee stayed healthy throughout right. the playoffs. Houston and Dallas, the, the uh, income tax in Texas – is uh, far less than anywhere else, the state income tax. So if he signs with the Lakers for the extra 30 mil, it would only be technically an extra 15 million because of the salary tax that is lacking in uh, Texas that isn't in California. So it's a $15 million decision that he has to make between Houston or Dallas and LA if it comes down to money. Houston and Dallas yeah. tax free. But exactly. you go right, yeah, yeah. yeah. because uh, 15 million, what would you do? That's extra 15 million. Yeah, so you go in the the biggest the biggest mecca of I'm media where we'll get a ring. New York. If I can get a ring in Atlanta, he's from you, Atlanta. You'll, you'll, you'll never sh- get a ring in Atlanta. I, 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 ne- <laughs> I won't know about that. He is a superstar in his own right. He's a superstar. If he just played basketball like you said, okay, I, I've gotten paid. Play basketball. I'm, I'm out of high school. I think he's had everything he wanted out of basketball except that ring. Uh, in his own way. You're not going to get your own way in basketball. You're playing against some other grown man. You mess- Dwight Howard messed up the Orlando Magic, in my opinion. Mm. They had 10. All this whining and crying and all that. You don't need yeah. all that stuff. You do it to yourself. Go to talk to your publicist or, or go talk go to your team. Go find a shrink. <laughs> yeah, go talk to him. Go, call, go to uh, your clears. We don't, I, don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time for it. Um, well, the thing is, Dwight Howard, I mean, the guy's got talent. He shot like 57%. He's one of the leading rebounders in the league. You know, but he also comes with a lot of drama. Wasn't he three times MVP defense? Yeah, so it was. I in mean, a row. Yeah, I mean the guy's he's got talent, but he's also got the drama that comes with it. And we talk about cultures. Um, he's disruptive to a culture unless he's going to make a change. You talk about superstars. He could be a superstar, but he's got to also look at everybody else that's on the team. And like you said, you know, do you want a ring or do you want to be you know top dog? And if he wants a ring, he'll stay in LA. <clears throat> I mean, that, that's just the bottom line. I mean, it, it is, it's proof positive. If he goes to Houston, I think he can go to Houston, but you don't, don't and make Houston demands. And Houston would be the only other, yes, I agree. Don't make demands that well, I think you with need Cuban, to you're not going to make demands yeah, either. Yeah, but that when team is so old. Cuban didn't even Dallas show up. Dallas is so old. Yeah, exactly. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't even show didn't up. Show. But he's showing up at this one. He's already said he's going to. What was I reading? Cuban is, well, he's a busy man, so I don't know why he didn't show up. Right. But if I'm trying to get Darren Williams. You show you care. I, I, I'm showing up. I'm yeah. showing up that I want you. Mm-hmm. I don't care anything about you. I want this, the benefit of the team and the town and everything else. Right. And on top of, I got one of the, I got the best guard in the NBA yeah. at when, that time. When he sits in an office with Kobe and Steve Nash and Jim Buss. It's over. And Magic Johnson will probably come in, maybe bring Kareem. They bring it in, in wherever they're going. They're going to Houston. They're bringing in Dikembe Matumbo and Yao Ming and all these players. Ralph Sampson. All the, the legacy of centers for the Los Angeles Lakers is second to none. I tell you this. If they brought those guys in to see me, I'm walking out of there. I don't need this whole team of yeah. influence to influence me to stay Everybody's somewhere. doing it. All Every, those teams I, are bringing people business. in. It's part of the business. So if it's you said Magic, lore. Kareem, and Shaq, and Kobe in one – well, Shaq and Kobe probably won't but be you in the same room. But you know what? Probably with a little glass plate between them. <laughs> you know what? Well, Shaq deals with him on his own time. So you know Shaq and this guy has some type of rapport. But 
If you're bringing all those guys in to see me, I, I'm, I'm walking out the door. I don't need that type of lure. So, okay, when it's all said and done, am I going to see you again? When am I going to see you next? Exactly. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, well, am I going to see yeah. you again? I, I don't need Magic Johnson, who did what he did, to come talk to me, unless you're giving me some of those uh, movie theaters you have. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's showing about the history of it's a showing specific the franchise. Saying, please, please, please come here. We'll win again. That's what you have to do. Win. I know it, they do well, it. They do it, in high, they do it to high school kids. Exactly. Going to college. Yeah. How do you think I got to Kansas? Who goes to Kansas? <laughs> I, I you were know. influenced. <laughs> I was influenced. <laughs> it's good to know that's in your personality. I'll use that against I would, you. You know what? I would, <laughs> Kansas is the greatest school in the country. Yeah. I, I know you guys went to, uh, where you go to? Uh, Boulder? Yeah. I went to high school. Colorado. Colorado. I went to high school. High school, yeah. <laughs> some of the high schools, there's some great high schools. Now, uh, which Oh, you talk about Chicago area and sports. But that's basketball, though. Oh, basketball. football, too. I mean, we'd sit out in the freezing cold with, you know, oh, battery-operated socks and everything else trying to keep warm. Ball? Oh, yeah. No way in the Follow world. the team and all that. No way in the yeah. world. Now, Chicago Bears, yeah. yeah. I can sit out there in the cold and do exactly. that. Exactly. Get the brats and all, all that ready. It scars Nowhere. from the stadium. Frozen. From the... The Bears I Stadium. <laughs> no way I'm sitting out watching some That was kids, a drunken fall. I'm not going to even watch my <laughs> kids. Not, let's, not, let's not make it that little scar right there. That wasn't from Frostbite. In the she, had, she had one too many Bud Light heavies. In the Bud heavies. <laughs> There's no way in the world. I won't even watch my own kid play in Arizona if it's too hot. Because <laughs> he shouldn't be out there. It's too hot. That's right. All right. Let's, no, let's, let's, let's do down. this. Let's take a break. We'll finish up the white really quickly. Probably no more than a minute on the white when we come out of break. Um. We'll guess. We'll take an educated guess on which team he's going to end up. We might take a bet on that, too. $5. $5? $5. $5. What's that? Uh, $50? $0.50. Cent. 50. All right, $5. <laughs> <laughs> and, and $5, and we'll come back. Kwame Sports Talk, Alex Clancy, Debra Debris. Flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
Welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk New second segment. You know that music only means it's Clancy's Corner time, but real quickly, uh, we had some discussions out the air, and we'll talk about that after Clancy's Corner. We should have some time if you don't talk all the way through it. Alex Clancy. Oh, well, forget the White Howard. We're done with the White Howard. Go ahead. Okay, we, we, real quick, we'll, we'll go 45 seconds on him. Dwight Howard, the five teams, L.A. Lakers, the Dallas Mavericks, Atlanta Hawks, uh, Golden State Warriors, Houston Rockets. I say he ends up in uh, Houston. Alex? I think he's going to be in L.A. Yeah. I'm going to go with Mavericks. Five dollars? Five dollars. Five dollars. Fine. You, you, I, we don't hear you, Alex. Uh, I'm in. You in what? For five, five dollars. Five dollars. So, Who's right. going to hold the money? I'll hold it. <laughs> He's easily we'll influenced. So, so. The money we we gotta give D a tip, a tip. There you a go, fifteen dollar tip for, for playing the wrong music all the time. And, yeah, and not being able to trailer it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Can go get some education. <laughs> well, we do got a clean corner. We were, we were, we were talking about uh, you know athletes and you know getting paid, shut up and play, mm. which I which I believe. Uh, here's here's one of the athletes that I I'm kind of being baffled about right now is. Uh, Matt Kemp, Matt Kemp with the Dodgers. Now I know Matt Kemp. I'm a Matt Kemp fan just because I know him. He is a good guy. He's a real good guy, man. He's <clears throat> he's humble enough. Let me say that uh, to still be a superstar. But injuries take their toll. He got paid. Didn't hear anything about Matt Kemp. He does have a shoulder. I watch him work out in uh, at athletes performance, working that shoulder. He's working that shoulder out hard. Uh, <clears throat> he needs to talk to me. He needs to talk to a whole I'm lot of people. Ser- no, I'm serious about rehab and stuff, rehabbing yeah. his shoulders. There's a lot I can do to help him with that. With rehab? Oh, yeah. When I help guys with torn triceps, 80%, uh-huh. and get him two months earlier, he finished his rehab than what he thought he was going to yeah, because I, of some of the work uh, I could do with him. He's been over there at uh, Athletes Performance, and he comes in. Because the Dodgers actually, they bring Sue. Sue, who's been with the Athletes Performance forever, fly, she got a job with the Dodgers, so whenever he's mm-hmm. home, he's lived down. In the high rent district. Whenever he's home, he's uh by he you. goes and no, he don't live by me. He lives in Old Town. He live he live down the, he lives down the street. Um but he's um you know, brings him out there rehabbing his shoulder. Guy got paid and I don't hear anything from him. Well he tore his hamstring last year, didn't he? Tore Early something. on. Tore his uh, swing hamstring, I mean swing and uh swing. String. <laughs> Say that three times. All right, Clancy, what's what's going on with the corner? Um this is my first blog that I posted on the new blog thing. I'm trying that out. You need to change your blog, happens. by the way, to A Clancy. I'll just do Kwame Lasseter's decision. ACC. Then you will get a lot of hits and followers. <laughs> uh, that's false advertising. Uh, I just wanted to talk about the ridiculousness that ensues whenever a Major League Baseball player gets a fat contract. It's becoming the new trend in Major League. Zach Greinke, Josh Baseball? Hamilton. Yeah, uh, Aubrey Pujols, the first one that started it all off was A-Rod, the 10-year, $250 million contract he got going to Texas. He had a couple good years there. This was all during the steroid era when numbers were ballooned and people you know, didn't really realize it yet, but they were being uh, cheated every time they bought a ticket because they were watching cheaters play baseball. Uh, he goes to the Yankees, signs another ridiculous deal. I think it was upwards of $300 million. Uh, and I, I, I want to focus mainly on playoff numbers because – uh, regular season's all well and good. You make the playoffs with the Yankees during the mid-2000s. It was a formality that they win the division or they get the wild card if possible in the division, but normally it was the former rather than the latter. In his first three playoff series, he batted 271, three home runs, eight RBIs. This was 2004, 2005, 2006, I believe. In his last three playoff series, he's batted 116. 
uh, zero home runs, 18 strikeouts, three RBIs. And he's making 25 or more million dollars per year in this given contract. Who is this again? Alex Rodriguez. Oh. His salary this year, $28 million, hasn't played one game. Brian Cashman doesn't even want to give him a rehab start in AAA because he wants to void his contract due to the injuries and the steroid allegations that came out again. I want to take you to the other side of this argument. Derek Jeter, in my opinion, is the only person that was validated that, that validated the over $100 million contract that he got. In 2000, he got a 10-year, $189 million contract. That's a lot of money. But in his whole career, starting in 96, he's played in the league for 20 years. Uh, take away his rookie year, where he only played, I think, 15 or 20 games. He's played more than 150 games in all but two of his years, and the other two are about 120 or 130, which is ridiculous for a 20-year career. His playoff numbers are a little bit different. He's been to the World Series seven times. They're five and two. In the wins, he's batted 354. In the two losses, he's batted 247. He's batted 324 in his career in the World Series alone. That in and of itself warrants the contract. He's played all these games. He's, oh, he's a 313 career, ba- career hitter. Doesn't matter about the home runs. Doesn't matter about the RBIs. He is the consummate leader. He might go down as the best Yankee ever. Arguably, due to if you want to give numbers or you want to give championships or you want to just give overall leadership and drug free and mm-hmm. zero, the only controversy he had was giving the same gift basket to the same chick twice or whatever after he did his what He's he did on, on the re- side regifting. Yeah, his his social <laughs> agenda is not what we're talking about here. Uh, get, getting the money that he got was the best contract the Yankees probably ever put out with all these AJ Burnett, hundred fifty million dollars, CC Sabathia. 100 and whatever million dollars. All these guys that have done okay but never lived up to the numbers and A-Rod being the worst. Derek Jeter shows that one in a million is actually a real thing when it comes to contracts over $100 million in the major leagues. So, and the question do you is, agree with me? I agree that. Because you say, you say get your money when you can, which I understand, which I agree I'm with. I'm all for the uh, players. I'm all, here's what but I like. But isn't there some sort of responsibility once you get paid that much money to perform and at used least to be. play? There used to be. Mm-hmm. When A-Rod set the tone with this 275, 250 million, then he got 275. A-Rod mm-hmm. made close to a half a billion dollars with two teams. Now, there used to be some type of accountability and responsibility for all that. But when I saw how, and I can only speak on the contracts I've seen in the NFL. When I see how guys get paid, or guys who didn't get paid, and I watch all these bums get paid that you know didn't deserve it, and then I watch all these owners. Uh, uh, I watch so many guys make plays, play after play after play. You think, ah, oh, I can't wait till this guy contract is up. He's going to get paid, right. and he never gets paid. And then they pay a guy who had DUIs, uh, spousal abuse. Uh, they pay all these idiots. Um, and then injuries play a part into what you were saying to a lot of the uh, sports contracts. I told this one guy, J.J. McCleskey, he was on the air. Mm-hmm. So it's not just one guy. It's J.J. McCleskey. I tell him, I said, if I did your contract every year, I would take four games out. He missed four games every year with a hamstring, but he goes hard every right. time. And I say, I, that's how I would negotiate your contract. That's not fair to you because I don't know if you're going to ever get hurt again. But I know you missed four games. These guys these guys can't control the injuries because, you know, when, they, when you're on the offseason, you like to think, okay, I'm on the offseason. Baseball seasons, baseball never ends. I think the major league sports – Season, there's no off season to a major league sport. Uh, athlete, major league athlete, you may take a week off and then your mind is still thinking about baseball. I didn't make it to the playoffs. I didn't make it to the uh, the World Series or the. I, I didn't get in the playoffs. Period. But then you watch it on all these things. Maybe I didn't make the 
bowl game, the All-Star game, the Pro Bowl, or the, uh, what is it, something else? NBA, NBA All-Star yeah. game. All-Stars. But, but I said that, but the baseball mm-hmm. All-Star crap. All right, so um, so now I'm, I'm more motivated to stay into my regiment, my workout, and now I figure out when these guys get hurt, they some half, I won't say half the time, a quarter of the time, they don't know what they're taking. But when they do get hurt, these guys keep working out hard. They never take time to heal that body part that's hurt. They go back into the gym. They go back into the gym. They never heal up. Uh, so when you get a big contract, and most of them go in the gym to get a contract, most of them take a drug to say, I need to get that big contract, and they forget that this is an illegal drug. I can't be taking this. Right. Some guys get on cycle. I had guys in my um, – now, I went to a few colleges, so – I won't say which college. I had guys at the college, you know, they get on cycles for a month. I never, never knew what that was. They say, well, well, I'm on a cycle. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they was doing steroids mm-hmm. for a month. I'm like, you already the best. At, you're the starter. You are starting. Right. But some guys don't want to lose their job. So they take drugs. Some guys want to get um, to the league. So they take drugs. Some guys want to get in college. You got high school guys taking drugs mm-hmm. now. That's the thing, and it's all fear-based. Yeah. It, it's all based on, you know. But I, I, am, a, I am a huge component you get paid, play, make some plays. But I know all the distractions, behind-the-scenes stuff come with it. I'm, I'm with you on that. But, you know, you, you make $250 million. I want to see $250 million on the field. Yeah, Bar- I don't injuries. think there is such thing as that. And $250 the, million? Yeah, I don't think you can ever live up to that. And with, with, with baseball, and baseball and the NFL are very, very different in this regard, that if you say you take steroids for three years, don't get caught, Get a contract, stop taking it. You're yeah, still you guaranteed all that money. But you can't. It's perform. not performance based. It you doesn't matter. And I think that it's it's all well and good to say, oh yeah, the more money you make, the the more driven you'll be to succeed. I think that's horse crap. I think if more people than not, and this is really sad to say, more people than not, once you get that Mac Daddy deal, your drive is gone because you you are set for the rest of your life. Here's how here's you can you can cut, you can take ahead. longer to come back from injuries. You can take longer to do whatever you need to you do because you you're done. Because you're set. And I, I really wish it wasn't the case, but I really do believe in a lot of cases that's how it is. Well, and I think with some guys, you're absolutely right. With other guys, it can drive them to do more. But there's also another level of this, which is the expectations that are put on somebody whenever they have that much, that big of a contract and so much is expected out of them. Now the pressure is so great that they start underperforming based on the fact that the pressure was so great that they're not able to perform. They're able to perform at that level, but they don't because the fear is so great that their body starts failing. So you don't think it has to do with just lack of drive? You think? Oh, no, I think that's a possibility. I think there's, there's lack of drive. With some guys, it drives them more. With some guys, there guys or gals either one there's the expectation is so great that their performance goes down their willingness is there desire is there and their performance goes down because of all the stress and the pressure sure so i think it's all three of those yeah and i think a lot of it has to do with i'm I'm a fan of this um i am a fan of this um you get paid play or play then get paid uh work for your work for your signing your contract Mm -hmm. and all the when a lot of nfl guys it's it's more it's more news when the NFL guy holds out, but no one knows what he's holding out for. It's the signing bonus because we don't right. get guaranteed money. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we look at um, Bison Daly, with the uh, Jason, who was Jason Williams. Um, he uh-huh. had a what did he get a fifty million or sixty million dollar contract, played a year and a half or two years on that, mm-hmm. and retired. I mean, he ended up, uh, you know, God rest his soul, ended up passing away through maybe allegedly through the hands of his brother, but. He's, he signed a contract to decide he didn't want to play anymore. See, baseball and basketball guys in hockey used to be able to do that, can, uh, sign a 
$50 million deal, $150 million deal, say, you know what, I got a headache. I got a mm -hmm. migraine. I, yeah. I don't think I can do this anymore because this is going to linger on for the rest of my career. And it's guaranteed to you, like Alex said, it's guaranteed contract. They don't want to play anymore. So I'm, I'm more, I'm more you play well, because I've seen a lot of guys play well and didn't get a contract because some accountant just got out of college, only see the does well, the numbers, and he don't see the locker room stuff, and he just doing he just crunching numbers. He don't come out and see how valuable someone is to the team. And well, I go ahead, Doug. Oh, and that's my curiosity too: is how good is their agent at negotiating? Because negotiating is a skill, and if their agent isn't any good at negotiating the contract and seeing the huh. benefit of their guy and being able to push the benefit of their guy. Um, that can play into it as well. Yeah, well, I mean, Scott Boris is a criminal. Scott Boris is known for getting the most money for his players out of any other agent. If you want to sell your soul to the devil, which is named Scott Boris, then you get paid the most, mm. and, and then that's how it is. I'll tell you um, – go ahead, Alex. Yeah, I mean, the last thing I want to say oh. about the contracts is I feel like if you are pop for steroids, your contract is void. I don't understand why you get this 50-game thing, 100-game uh, thing. I might you, be willing to sign on to that. is void. Mm. I, may, I, I may be willing to sign on because I've, I've been – You're out. I've been mm. saying um, you have to you, – you're the best in the world at this point, allegedly the best in the world because I know some guys in my neighborhood that were, and smoke cigarettes in Virginia that would beat a lot of guys that's playing and getting paid millions of dollars, mm. will play harder than they would, but it goes back to – I got the money so I can relax right. a little bit. I'm, I'm safe. Goes yeah. away. Uh, we'll finish up this real quick, and then we'll get to Deborah, uh, Down and Dirty with Deborah. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time time on the voice america sports channel the talk doesn't get any hotter what if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place it can be done and darnell autry proves it every week on outside the spotlight in this program athletes and artists come together to share their success stories hobbies professional projects and more that will interest not only the sports fan but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories if you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer listen for outside the spotlight fridays at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern on voice america sports Internet flagship station for sports. 
Voice America Sports. Now, some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. You can try and read my lyrics off of this paper before I land. Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. This is the third segment. Uh, who knows if we're going to take a break. Depends on what kind of music they play next. Dee, what we, what we feeling like on that fourth segment? Uh, I think I got some Papa Roach lined up. D, 1997. Like <laughs> yeah, circa 97, baby. There's no music after 2001. Yo, yo, everybody's bobbing their heads when it plays, though. So. Okay, where you been? It's going to be on the old oldie Amar. station. Yeah, yeah, I'm 38, you know. Oh, you're just a baby. You, you right above Alex. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the show. We were talking oh, about a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, pay for your play. Play, mm. get paid. Uh, Alex mentioned something that I thought of first but i let him say it first oh, yeah, um, naturally <laughs> <laughs> that's it. if you if you take steroids if you get in it you know it's we do have conduct detrimental and you do get fined for that but it's not enough if i give you millions of dollars ten thousand dollars you laughing at me when i take it out your pocket yeah exactly and it should be a whole lot more or you should void um a quarter of your contract i don't know what the numbers are but it should be more punishment than so you guys right yeah. And is it taking away money or is it taking away their ability Everything. to money play? And play. Of, yeah, money Playtime play. means a lot to these guys. Because if you can't play, you can't make all-star teams. Don't you don't get your, You don't get your bonus. If you don't get your bonus, you, uh, you know, right. you're losing. The, that's part of your contract, too. Some get, I make the all-star team. And speaking of all-star, they don't have this guy. Uh, what's his name? Who we? Yeah. They don't it's have him in all-star. Right. Yeah, for, for the Dodgers, who's the only bright spot of the Dodgers. Right. Um, come on, Matt. Step it up. I got to get Matt up here. They're, <laughs> they're only like I think they're only four, five or six games out of first, and they're in last yeah, place. I know. So yeah, and it's, mm. and they because Arizona slid. They're fourteen and sixteen in June. I mean, they had a lead that they had a buffer that they've given up recently. That's true as far as being out of first place. But when you when you buy a team, when you when you try to be the Yankees, you should better you better be in first. And that's just a fan perspective. You better be in first. Uh, but it takes time, like like we were talking about the Lakers, to put it all together and start winning. You can't win. If they start putting together at the end of the season, which is baseball so long, so there's no end of the season, uh, <laughs> and, and they start and they start uh, winning, then that next year you coming out the gates, you better win. Yeah. There's no excuses. And, and one point to what Dub said, that you said there were three options. I think the fourth one might also be uh, where you play. I mean, look at AJ Burnett's perfect example. When he went to the Yankees, got 147 mil, I think, uh, sucked it up was awful for two years, and then he went to Pittsburgh, and now he's one of the best pitchers in the majors because he doesn't have the media contact that he did in New York. And you're looking at Zach Granke this year in L.A. not having the best year. He he was with, uh, I think, Pittsburgh and then Kansas City, or, or uh, Kansas City then Pittsburgh. I think he went to both of those. Went to the Angels, had a pretty good year last year, but nothing crazy. And then he comes here, and he gets a Mac, Mac Daddy deal, and he's not, he's not doing as hot in a bigger market. Some people can't play in that limelight. No, exactly. Yeah, <coughs> we go back to the pressure. Yeah. yeah, they can't play it long. Like you want it, but when you got it, uh oh. Yeah, it's a just, whole different ball game. You got people sticking things in your face, trying right. to you know, point point fingers at you. Right. Thanks for clarifying. Sticking things in your face. <laughs> oh, all right. Here we go. Let's get down and dirty with Deborah. All right. So I wanted to bring up uh, the NFL. There's a lot of uh, controversy going on right now as whether the NFL is in trouble. Uh, since the Super Bowl, there's been 29 known NFL players that have been arrested during the offseason. Um, the question is, you know, is the NFL in trouble or is this really not that big of a deal? 
Um, we look at some of the arrests that were made where public intoxic- uh, intoxication, <laughs> say that three times, intoxication, um, assaults, lawyer, marijuana lawyer, possession. Yeah, it's, it's tough to do when you're doing drugs. Um, <laughs> illegal gun possession, drunken driving. Um, and then, of course, we have uh, the murders. Um, you know, to, to add to that, it's like, dude, you know, um, the NFL, if we look at the statistics based on the F- FBI statistics, when we look at the number of players that are in the NFL and the number of players, when we look at 29 against the 3,000, 29 players arrested against the 3,000 that are in the NFL on the roster at this time, the percentage right now is about half of what's going on in the general public. You know, so the NFL, you know, are they having problems? Yeah, they're having problems. But my concern is more about what are we doing to vet these guys? You know, if you're going to take somebody and you're going to be in the most elite league possible, what are the teams doing to be able to vet these guys and then to support the guys once they bring them under the team? Um, because we can pass it off and say, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, or we can, you know, argue the stats and say, yeah, this is a problem, NFL sucks, they're going to be out in 20 years, you can do all that, but what's the core, the real core issue going on? My concern is when we look at some of these guys um, and the way they're being vetted, and it's it's done a lot more um, more this year or these last few years than it has been in the past is that teams are going into their background checks. They're looking not only at their public records, their court records, their arrest data. They're also looking at having conversations with the teammates, with the coaches, with the high school principals, with anybody. They're even looking at Facebook. Um, anybody and everybody around them to see what's really going on with these guys. Now, that's great. You know, that's that gives some piece of information because we can always say what your behavior has been in the past is what your behavior is going to be in the future. There is some um, credibility to that, but there's also, as we've just been talking about, what happens when you take somebody who's been outstanding and move them into a situation where the expectations are so high and the culture is so different than they've ever had before, where now you go from being a team player on whatever team that you've been on in college to all of a sudden you're a commodity that can really mess up somebody big time really fast. Not only mess them up on the field of play where their ability to play goes down and everybody wonders why, how could they be so great in college and fall apart when they get into the pros, it can also mess them up off the field. When you've got kids, and I mean these are kids that are coming into the league and we're asking these kids to act like men, be men, to be able to put up with the pressure and the peer pressure that goes on when all their hopes and dreams are on the line and yet not give them the support that they need. So I'm opening that up for discussion. You guys, um, have you seen that movie? It's kind of, you know, it falls both into what uh, Alex Corner, Clancy Corner was talking about and then what you just mentioned in Down and Dirty. The Tom Cruise movie, what, uh, was it Vanilla, Vanilla Sky, when mm-hmm. they, they could predict mm-hmm. the crime? Was it that movie? I think it was. Minority Report? Minority Report, that's uh, what it was. Yes. Where they can predict the future. you about to commit a crime, so we're right. going to arrest yes. you right now. Right, we're going to arrest you before it happens. Yeah. If that was, um, and it, it might be, that was anywhere near possible, um, that would be great as far as how you do, <laughs> how you do contracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my thing is... A lot of colleges, uh, before they recruit a guy, they don't even have to go see him right away. You can see the, you can hear about him and hear all the great things about him, but you will get on Facebook and see all that, who he's associated with or she's mm-hmm. associated with, all the negative talk. And then you got to ask yourself, do I still want this guy on my college team? Because once they get on the collegiate level, even though they're still kids, Deborah, to your point, they um, 
they're looked at as an adult. Exactly. You go to a big-time program, you are no longer a kid, and the sad thing about it is once you get there, okay, they have, they have already gotten you. They got you. So now I don't have time to teach you or how, or how to bring, be a man your whole collegiate life. Maybe so on a football team if there's a good assistant coaches because they don't have – they have 20 hours a week to work, and it's not to teach a guy how to backpedal or do all those things. It's, we, get, we get bowl games. We go to bowl games that generates $20-plus million. We don't have time to teach. Stay out of trouble. That's, that's the right. – those are the words. Stay out of trouble. Don't come here to get in trouble. But then – you saw all the stuff that he did in Facebook. On Facebook, the conversation, the talk, the the, the people he was like, hanging out with, allowed mm-hmm. to be on his Facebook. Mm-hmm. They're talking crazy. So now, coaches coaches should get fired when this is happening. Who was the guy that brought him here? All right, how many times has he been yeah. in trouble? All right, well you were responsible for him. That's how it should be. If I recruit this guy highly, I recruit him. Now I'm trusting my uh, assistant coaches to do that. The only time the head coach really go is when they really got that that one guy who's the best in the country. That top ten guy, he's the best in the country. Now I'm going to sit down in his living room and lie to his parents and say, I'll take care of your son. Mm -hmm. But these are the people you talk to. You talk to the mom, tell him, say, your son's going to be fine. Here's his living conditions. He's going to eat every day. You talk to the dad and say, he only has a senior in front of him. He's going to play next year. He will play this year, but he will be our starter next year. They don't say say the things that – well, they say the things that – they want they want you to hear, but they say it to the mom, one thing to her, right. get her cornered, and say it to the dad, your son will play here. Right. The kid just going by, this is Alabama, or this is... This is where I've always dreamed to go. Yeah, in. this is USC. Yeah. Or they're telling me the things never that mind, I really want to hear, so that's where I'm going to go. Never mind, Lane Kiffin is an idiot. This is USC. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go here. So when they, when they go and get in trouble and drinking and stealing and murdering and... Find their track record. It was on Facebook a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, but the other thing is, uh, isn't that the weeding out? And this sounds awful, but, I mean, it kind of is true. College is the weeding out process of who really wants to play in the NFL and who doesn't. Because, I mean, you have guys like Teron Matthew who, who did their stuff, who got, his, who got his life right on the year that he was suspended, and that this is the most recent one that he got, you know, he got drafted by the Cardinals, and he's going to have an NFL career if he stays out of trouble. Now, in the NFL... You're a man, you chose this path. This is what you wanted to do your whole life. Yes, maybe you weren't taught the lessons you were supposed to be taught on the way because your life was accelerated like most people like most people's aren't. But isn't there an innate responsibility in you chose this. This is your path. You have to learn faster than everybody else. Is that is that unfair to ask? I mean, I I feel like if you're there, if if you you put your big boy pants and you get paid like 35-year-olds do at the age of 19, there is innate responsibility regardless of what you were taught responsibility or not. But you know what's t- right and wrong. But when you're told what to do, when to do it, how to do it your entire life when you're in sports, then when you get to the point that all of a sudden you're in a situation that's unusual to everything else that you've been in before, the pressure is greater than it's ever been, the money that's coming in your pocket is greater than it's ever been, you don't know how to act. Now, I mean, I'm not talking about everybody. But there are guys out there, they don't know how to act under that situation because they've never been taught. Player development is not where it needs to be in order to support these guys off the field. You can tell everybody all day long, don't do that. But that doesn't mean they aren't going to do that whenever they're under well, the peer where, pressure. Where does the responsibility well, come it, into play, though? It's, it's, it's even worse. It, it comes into play in your home. Uh, it comes in play a long time before. Have you ever been in trouble? You ever been in jail? No, you don't have to answer a rhetorical question. Yeah. It, you have? Yeah. 
Yeah, Aaron Hernandez about, was my cellmate. I'm not. No, I um. Well, I believe I, that. I've no, been I, in jail, but it's been bailing out my guys it, on the no, crew. I got, how's the dating process been? I was. I, was in the, uh, I have his jersey. Uh, no, I um. <laughs> no underwear, just his jersey. I was. Uh, I, was uh, I was underwear. just in the. I was in the drunk tank. But, okay. Yeah, I was there. Okay. Here's here's my point. All that. Uh, I was a good kid. So. Scared straight. Yeah, my sister needed to go there. She's. Here's my point. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> um. All that starts at home. The problem with uh, guys who get to the NFL right now, you're talking about some sixth grader to the NFL. The problem with this is they're making the NFL a goal. The NFL shouldn't be a goal. Right. It, it, there's no way a, a, a sixth grader or high school kid should have an NFL as a goal. That should be a dream. Yeah. You dream of something, you reach it by setting goals first, and you move towards that, then your dream comes to fruition. There should not be a goal. There's I, innate responsibility in that, though. Yeah, you got making your dream come true. I'm, there's innate responsibility. I'm, I'm going back to the house. Your kids never have no dis- never have discipline. They never know how to set goals. If you can't set a small five small goals and reach them throughout your day, or set goals to get focused through the day and get tunnel vision, and then you got something to do now, say okay. I do feel like going to get a drink at happy hour, or I do feel like getting a drink at lunch, but this I have two more things to do. Some people just go get a drink and forget the other two things. You learn how to set goals early, and that's where you become disciplined, and that's where you become structured. Now you don't even have to teach that. And I look on Facebook, and I see these kids' stuff. I'm like, wow, they must have just created this, or their parents never see this. Mm-hmm. Some parents don't even watch their Facebook, but now that's not a guy I want to recruit. That's not a guy. You see these guys uh, get in trouble in the NFL. The NFL, they have to be seen with player um, – Player personnel going the extra, going the extra mile. That's really anytime I have to get a grown man, a body twenty four hour a day bodyguard. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's who, totally who's generating the money that we were talking about? Uh, probably thirty five million dollars. One of the top receivers in Dallas, he had to have twenty four hours a day bodyguard service so he don't get in trouble. There has been a blueprint for guys getting in trouble. If you get in trouble, I don't feel anything for you. Uh, it's just your fault. Now you put you your brand is destroyed. Now you're making your family look bad. Your immediate family, now you're making your family who raised you or lack you, of yeah. raise you look bad. There's a guy in uh, Indiana, Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. He just got out of jail. Just right. got, he just got out of jail, I but he went to jail. Escape me. Yeah, he had. Um, uh, what's his name? Lead, legend, Lead, legend, yeah, legend, exactly. Something he like had, that. Yeah, he had. Uh, Pac-Man Jones smacked the woman in the court, but she threw uh, something. Joe, he should have got smacked. Leffigid or something. I don't know how to pronounce it, He's, but he had multiple gun-related offenses. He was in Washington D.C. and after a chase, they finally picked him up and threw him in jail. Yeah, it, but here's my thing, right and I agree with I agree with Alex. There is personal responsibility. There absolutely needs to be personal responsibility. My concern and my question is, like you said, is um, Kwame, is that you know at what point are these kids taught personal responsibility? Because there's a lot of them that aren't taught at home, no. and then they're not taught in school because again they go back to what to do, when to do it, how to do it. They're told all of that, but they're never taught. It's like. Uh, you know, teach them how to make bread as opposed to just give it to them type of thing. You know, at some point they have to be taught. When they're brought into the NFL, is it the kid's responsibility to be able to take care of himself and all that? It is. But if you don't have anybody to go to and you're right. scared to death to talk to anybody because you show weakness and now all of a sudden you're out and the next guy's And then in, you can't trust anybody you, in the NFL exactly. anyway. So you can't talk to them. We're going to take a break. You, well, can't you can't trust the team. You can't trust the guy next you can't to you because the they want your position. That they want you to trust that you can go talk to right. because eventually he's going to have to talk to the head coach. Absolutely. There, there's no one you can trust in the NFL. I, I really yep. don't believe that. I totally agree. Um, so let's do this. Let's take a break. That was good down and dirty. Go to yourclearage.com, um, down and dirty with Deborah. 
great segment, great conversation. Should post it on Facebook too. And I've got a new blog uh, going up as well. Oh, y'all blogging? Uh, y'all following well, me? Well, no, y'all? my blog is going to be under Deborah Debris. There's uh, a blog under there. It's actually called Down and Dirty. Um, oh. I've got the segment of my book that's called Down and Dirty. So okay. it's coming out. Trademark. It's coming out. Squamalize <laughs> a sports talk. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports sports and medicine go hand in hand quite simply if you aren't up to your game health wise you won't be up to your game on the field that's where bruce the sports doc comes in dr bruce grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week Bruce, the sports doc, and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Listen to the women's side of the fitness industry on Fitness RX Radio. If you're looking to stay healthy and look great or are getting ready to compete athletically, this is the show for you. We'll look at competitions from the inside out, bring you fitness tips, nutrition to keep you on top of your game, and so much more. We want to hear from you, too, and we'll take your questions by phone or email. Tune in to Fitness RX Radio, airing every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Look and feel your best. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is the fourth segment. Kwame Lass, sports hall. Well, look at me like I'm that. I'm looking at Alex in his eyes. <laughs> Jesus. I love when I talk to you. Guys, I went a year without that. You going to think about, you gonna think about that when you wish your girlfriend? Oh, get oh, out of here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> baby. Hold it up. How we set that? Ooh. We're going to need a text on that you later. Gonna, uh, oh, you're going to say, talk to your girl. Oh, she's a therapist. I'm sorry, Sarah. She's a therapist, right? Sarah's a therapist, right? Yeah, and she's listening right now, too. Sarah. So. Uh, I apologize. Oh, <laughs> yeah, baby. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's He's coming. just jealous that my Ooh, voice will I'm always done. be sexier than his. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I had a headache. I didn't. I didn't. I'm dehydrated. I didn't get all yeah. excuses. All right, here we go. We had a good. Uh, what we were going. Where's my about? support system? Deborah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, but you got a call. I got the bad influence, and I got yeah. my and I got my uh, my support system. Yeah. We're going to. We were going to talk about because uh, we had a lot. Of, I think our show is better off the air. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to talk about. Uh, D, you can join the show sometimes too. Um, Alex Hernandez. Aaron. So, well, I was thinking about Alex because I was saying in my sexy voice. Yeah, I was you're, you're about still you. hung up on it. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, uh, jerseys. You know, what would you do with it? 
There's some idiots on uh, eBay selling it and buying it. But I decided we had conversations about uh, nature and nurture, Deborah's uh, down and dirty conversation uh, segment. And supporting cast. And, you know, Alex asked me, did I have a good supporting cast at home? I, I really think I did. <clears throat> Some of my friends who I got a buddy who's doing 30 years, 30, for he won't because he won't snitch. Right. He won't because he can't give up anybody else. And I don't believe in snitching. I don't like snitching. So he's got you know, a value system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in snitching. But I did have a good support cast. I had, there was, we had this, <laughs> we had these gangs. Uh, uh, let me say his name because I wish he had called on the show. He's probably in jail now still. Paul Taylor and we had uh, Alfonso Bell. So it was the boys and then the name of that group was the Dicks. Um, mm-hmm. Have no reason why. But I was never in that. They both, I knew all of them. Right. I knew all of them on both sides, but they were, you know, they was Kwame plays ball. Leave him alone. He's not in this thing. Right. <clears throat> but I was cool with all of them. But that they never. When you doing something, see gangs pick out the weak link or the weak link goes to the Absolutely. gangs. They, when they know you doing something or trying to do something, they don't bother with you. Mm-hmm. They don't bother with you. They might throw a little jab, jab at you, see if you mm-hmm. want to come on in. But you know, it's it's not your thing. It's not your thing. Uh, but unless you're weak, and most times is, most times is you know, kid probably have. One parent, one parent is not a not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all because now the supporting cast got to come from your aunts, your aunts, your net, uh, your uncles, uh, great aunts, and all those. So grandparents, grandparents. My grandparents was great support cast for me. Huge. I used to think we was rich because of them. We was nowhere mm-hmm. near rich. Just think I was rich. Mm-hmm. Crazy, but nowhere near it. Maybe because I cried and I, <laughs> I, got, I got what I wanted. <laughs> You're a good whiner. My brother was a crybaby. Then and now. He was a crybaby. <laughs> but. Um, you know, when I go home, Alex asks this, when I go home, if they were doing something and I'm still playing in the league, when I go home, they say, Kwame, we, you, you're not around here right now. We'll catch up with you later. Yeah, yeah. They're protecting you. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know they're on surveillance. You right. just got to catch them. Right. You just got to catch them. That's how Mercury Morris got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mercury Morris trusted his friends. They are under surveillance. He gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. He goes to jail for some nonsense, you know, ruins his NFL career. Aaron Hernandez. Mm-hmm. From Connecticut, was gonna go to Connecticut. Alex was saying that he he leaves just to get away from his boys, or so-called boys. Goes to Florida. I think he comes back to um, New England because he want to be. He feel like okay, I'm out of the system. I've been going for three and a half, mm-hmm. four years. I'm out of the system. They know I'm trying to do well. I think he got. He goes to Florida. He still has that mentality of that Connecticut or that gang mentality, and he um, he gets in trouble in Florida. Okay. A first-round guy, in my opinion, that goes in the fourth round, mm-hmm. uh, he haven't learned his lesson. So he goes to New England because New England, Pittsburgh, we probably named two or three, three more teams, are more structure and discipline. Right. I think he was looking for that. And most people are. But he went back home. Yeah. He should have went to Pittsburgh. And then when you go back home, you've got those triggers that, that catch up with you, and it triggers your past, and then you can fall real easily then right back you, into past bad behaviors. Then I give you $45 million, you feel like you're untouchable. Right. Right. And he doesn't get any of it. And he doesn't get any of it. And then they mm-hmm. want some of it back. You feel like if I got $45 million, I'm trying to see how can I turn this to $90 million. Right. But he – Not but, by killing somebody. That's one way you can not you do gotta, that. You got to get yeah. out of that business, man. But then you look at uh, you look at all the tats he have on. That's, tats I don't have a problem with, but when you got blood written in blood and you're, um, and you're still in that life, it's blood in, blood out. Once you're in, you're in. Oh, yeah. Some guys can get out, but they got to go through a whole lot to get out. Mm-hmm. Close it hurts to de- a lot. Close to death, yeah. A yeah. whole lot to get out. And then they become activists for gangs, for staying out of gangs. Yeah, yeah. staying yeah. out of gangs. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, the nurture of nature, I think you got to take some ownership on yourself. But at the same time, 
that coach that recruited you, I really believe he has to be hands-on because there is a guy. I know we had a guy, Tim Allen, when I was at the University of Kansas. He is now at Michigan State, like Mark D'Antonio. I can, I, I can go to those guys, and it stays right there. And, and I don't know if I ever had to, but those guys, are, if you need anything, just Tim Allen, they, they were great people. Uh, and, again, both of them at Michigan State now. Mark D'Antonio, the head coach, Tim is still a personnel guy to the players. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you mentioned one of the key words is trust. If you can't trust, if you don't have at least one person that you can go to and say anything and everything about how you're feeling and what's going on with you and what the problems are and know that it stays there, they don't even need to resolve your issues necessarily. They just, you just need to know you can trust them to say something out loud and it's not going anyplace else. Which is hard because when you, you – okay, now you, you, you're supposed to be a man in college, mm. depending on what college you go to. You're supposed to be some type of man or – you better mature fast. That's why we have you here. This is the college way. But a man compared to what? Compared to every other college kid. That exactly. Because mm-hmm. exactly because those mm-hmm. college kids get in trouble, but they're not highly publicized. But you're different. The, the, oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. the college puts so much money into, say, college football. It's the number right. one money mecca stealing whatever. <laughs> uh, Foundation. Exploitation. Foundation. Yeah, the BCS is a joke. Um, college is but, a joke. Yeah, but – you are not invested upon when you're there. You pay to go to school, so it's your money. If if you f up, that's who cares. You're see, out. See, that's a conversation, Next. and that's true. Mm-hmm. College with millions student? and millions of dollars from the boosters. You're you're there. You're paid to perform, but without getting paid. We got to get out of here. But you know what? Those athletes are not on free. They're not going to school for free. They paying to go there. Right. The scholarship sounds good. Somebody's it makes paying. it sound good because it's a foundation. I tell you what. Check out the uh, blog site, Alex Clancy blog site. AlexClancy'sCorner.com. Yeah, that's it. And uh, Deborah got one coming up down just, in Dirty with Deborah segment blog site, right? Right. Just for now, go to Deborah, uh, yourclearedge.com. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up and on they, the fan uh, page. Both copycat and Kwamalasa Sports blog site. They both copycat. Oh, <coughs> last so, blog, 2012. <clears throat> true. <laughs> so I got to get some out of blog for me. Kwamalasa Sports Talk. You know what I Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.